welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm so excited to share with you today's guest because he is a good friend of mine. I met him on Instagram, believe it or not, a couple years ago. I think it's been about three years now. You'll find that this conversation is very formative for you guys and you're definitely going to enjoy it. He's been on the show before, um, so you'll find that if you look back to one of my first episodes, Chris Manick is in one of the first interviews I've done. So let me introduce Chris right now and get you to this episode, which you're going to love. At the age of 24, a breakup sent Chris looking for answers. Having never been capable or confident with women, he decided that he had to improve this area of his life. After years of practice, thousands of interactions, hundreds of nights out, and a growing reputation, people began asking Chris for help. Chris has run manic workshops now since 2008, and he's Australia's leading dating coaching authority for men. His opinion and articles on dating and lifestyle appear regularly in Australian and international media. Here's Chris Manick. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on. My bloody well pleasure. Thanks for having me again. Again. And you came on when I had only done about like two interviews. <laughs> the okay. quality was terrible and we couldn't figure it out. And you were running around fantastic. in Mexico somewhere. Well, uh, that's what you do in Mexico. <laughs> you run around aimlessly. Not yeah, that's, that's why people go to Mexico, man. No rules. <laughs> Yeah, so it was a really good interview, and that's why I wanted to have you back again, just because there's a lot more people listening, and you had a lot of good things to say. And as how you, how long have you been a dating coach for? Uh, since two thousand and eight. Two thousand eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you're more like on the scene type dating coach, right? Like you go out with guys. Yeah, infield definitely. I'm usually side by side, you know. In an yeah. aisle somewhere, up a tree, behind a fence, pretty much my life, hiding out. <laughs> stalking the couple. When it comes to being around guys who need help with the infield stuff that you obviously notice being right next to them, what do you see as their biggest challenge? So many guys don't do it because they think that they've got an issue with approaching or anxiety. And they think that their issue is their issue and no one else faces it. And as soon as it lands, which really doesn't take long when you're out doing it, Mm. Is it just trial and uh, error? Like it's having someone force you to do it, you know. Um, and that's the thing. We, we just so many men just don't think that they can do this until they're in there, and it's and it is working. It's not really that they're doing anything specifically. It's just that you know they meet the right the right girl. It's like the third, fourth, fifth approach, whatever it is, and that just and it mm. just lands, you know. So many guys, even listening to this, are probably sitting at home. Um thinking that this wouldn't apply to them because of their specific issue, whether it's social anxiety or this or that. You know, I was having a discussion with a guy today and he's in his 50s and just kind of going, but what about this? But what about this? You know, but what? I'm not that attractive and I don't have that much money. I'm not that established in life. Rah, rah, rah. Like, mm. You find in every reason to not do this, dude. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I think most guys just like 
use their excuses as major crutches where they're like, well, if it doesn't work, I could just blame it on that. Yeah. Like I'm a 38 year old bald, bald man, you know, it's like everyone, everyone has an excuse. Everyone has an excuse, whether you're too short. I've had clients who have said, I'm too tall. Women look at me like I'm, what do you say? Lanky. It was like, I'm too lanky. He's mm. six foot six. And, um, I did a Skype session with a guy this morning and he's 40, but he just looks like, you know, late twenties. Um, and that's a huge issue for him. You know, he kept sort of saying, Oh, women think this about me. And when I'm talking to them, they're thinking this. And I was like, has any woman ever told you that? Or have you just made that shit up in your head? I was like, tell me <laughs> one time now that you can remember where you've been speaking with a girl and this has been a problem and he, and he just couldn't. I was like, see, dude, like you, it's, you've come to your own conclusion based on your own fear. So. And we've, we've all yeah. got them, man. We've all got them. So guy, girl, it doesn't matter how confident you are. There's something in you that you're insecure about. And that's totally fine. I don't think you should remedy that, but it's not an excuse to not, you know, go and approach a girl or start a business or fucking get fit or, or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. To not try. And yeah, I think that's try, great yeah. that you are, you are there to kind of force them into it and they know that okay, if he's right there, like, I have to keep going. Like, I, you know, and then most likely they would get rejected once and then walk out and say, oh, it's because of this. And that's it. It didn't work. But yeah, you're right. Like, sure. they, go, they keep going until they find the girl that, that clicks with them. Yeah, and, and it really doesn't take that long. Like, the, the issue with a lot of guys is they'll try this once, they'll work themselves up to one or two approaches, and that's yeah. all they'll try. You know, most men won't approach a woman, a, a, a woman the entire life. But, you know, many will try once or twice and then that's it, you know. And then they'll just kind of go, oh, that doesn't work. Approaching women doesn't work. Or approaching women in this situation doesn't work. Or approaching women for me doesn't it. work. It's like, yeah, because you did it once. I tried it once in my life. <laughs> yeah, I did it, you did it once, motherfucker. You know, pick up a guitar and play Stairway to Heaven. No, like, you didn't work on yeah. this, man. Yeah. yeah. And God damn, it's worth yeah. it, when it, when it when it lands, yeah. I know. What do they say when it lands? Like, what's their... Well, it's usually at the end of a session. I mean, one guy comes to mind where he was a, he was an Indian fellow and he said, Oh, you know, it's, it's all okay and wonderful. Rah, rah. But he wanted to meet a, a, you know, a nice Indian woman. This was back in Melbourne. Um, and he was sort of saying, this would just never land. Like Indian culture, you can't just approach someone on the street. Rah, rah. So I said, like, if I approach the next Indian girl that walks past and it goes okay, like if it goes shit, whatever, but if it goes okay, like, let's see how you feel about that. So I did, and I actually grabbed her number, came back, and then and he goes, oh, well, it's different for, for you. And I was like, you see what you've just done there? You've moved from one excuse to the next. So it's it's mm. almost like you don't want to get over the issue. Like, it's, yeah, guys, will, they'll, they'll, they'll do that often. They'll move from one excuse to the next. Oh, it's different for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you didn't say that before. <laughs> Why is it different for me? Yeah. Be before it was the Indian culture. And now I've just proven <laughs> that you can approach <laughs> an Indian an girl Indian on the girl. street. Yeah. And it's like, no, that, that excuse gets chucked out now. And now it's like, oh, it's different for you. And I was like, okay, well, what if I get one of my other coaches to do it? You know, what if I get, you know, what if I get you doing mm -hmm. it by the end of the day? And I totally get it. I'm not, I'm not taking the piss or anything. I totally get it because like, yeah. When our brains are wrapped with fear, like logic just goes out the window. It's just there's no your brain will come up with any reason to uh to justify its fear, basically. That's crazy because as women, we feel the same way. I mean, we're not we're not out there approaching guys, you know, constantly. But still, it's if we do and we get rejected, it's like okay, I'm gonna take a break now. <laughs> Let's not try oh, that again because sure. it didn't work. Oh, for sure. It's oh, yeah, and I, you know. 
some of my female friends will, um, you know, they'll, they'll date one, one guy and he'll kind of be a bit of a dick or try and sort of sleep with her too soon or something. And then they'll go, man, all men just want one thing. And it's like, dude, you went on one date. And that's what I mean. Like our brains just latch on to anything that we can to justify our own insecurities, to justify, because that's the thing, like, Whatever we're insecure about, we don't want to feel that it's our issue to resolve and that it's our responsibility. Like we, we kind of want to feel justified in our insecurity and justified in our, in our victimhood sometimes, you know, yeah. and that could be a real problem in dating and, and, and in life as well. I think, you know, how many people like blame the government for this or blame, blame men for this or blame yeah. women for this or blame like anything, you know? Yeah. Even when the, so even when the, 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 the evidence is just not there, like. Or women just, you know, women just want a tall, attractive guy with money. Like, okay, how how many have you met? Like, how many have you spoken to? Like, yeah. What about yeah. my friends that are dating like a short guy who's, you know, just like an electrician or something, you know, like, and she's had yeah, over Yeah, that's the sport. thing. Like, you what, know plenty of guys that? in relationships who aren't tall, dark, and handsome and rich. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, for sure. For like, sure. you know, I think, how did they get I think on our last... Exactly. I think on our last podcast, I was talking about, I've coached a few, uh, like legitimate male models, like male models and strippers, even a couple of actors. And, um, it doesn't, it doesn't account for much. Like it just doesn't. Yeah. You, that's what I love about you women. Like it's just, you can be the hottest guy in the room, but if you're a dumbass, you ain't going no. Well, I mean, maybe like for, for women under like 22, I tend to find that appearance plays a, a much bigger part. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah. Once you hit that sort of 20, 20, 24, 25 mark, mate, your appearance is going to help. Like for sure. Who doesn't want to date like a hot dude? But if he's, you know, a dumbass or something, if she's going to introduce him to her friends and it's going to be embarrassing, like it's just not going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's totally not worth it. And I said the other day, like I made a, I made a post recently that it was about attraction. And I'm like, do you ever ask yourself like why you're not attracting women or why you're not attractive to women? And I feel like men and women hear the word attractive and they assume right away it's about physical appearance and there's so much that plays into attraction you know like what are your values how do you treat other people how do you feel about Mm. yourself you know all those things play a crucial role in attraction and physical is just icing on the cake if you have it it's not it's not a big of a deal as big of a deal as people think for sure i think yeah i mean i think it plays a that's what i was saying to this guy today he was sort of saying how much the looks count i was like look if, if you're new at this yeah, they, they, you know, women are probably going to respond a bit better to a, uh, a more attractive guy. There's no denying that, but like the more confidence you develop in yourself and the more, um, conversational ability that you develop and just, you know, the more comfortable mm-hmm. that you feel in your skin, like the better that you get at quote game, the less appearance you need. Whereas, yeah. you know, when you start, when you start now, it's, it's helpful for sure. But, uh, yeah, some of the best guys I know with women aren't particularly attractive at all, you know. Mm, but they have game. Yeah, they've got game, and they feel they they feel like comfortable in themselves um, for sure. Yeah, what's the difference between game and confidence? Um, well, it depends who you ask. In my opinion, it's essentially sort of the same thing. But I mean, for a lot of men, game, like you know, quote game, that's you know, learning X, Y, and Z in order to get women. So it's very different. It's actually the antithesis. Of confidence, you know, having mm. to, I just, uh, I got a review, um, just before this podcast and it was really nice. And he was basically saying, like, I was corrupted by so much pickup, um, conditioning, um, 
yeah, and it was just like talking to Chris for a couple of hours, I just realized how bullshit it, it all was, you know, like that I had to learn X, Y, and Z and all that sort of shit. And it's like, yeah, a lot of those guys aren't going as well as it appears. You know, you see them in bars and they're chatty and running game and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, mm, how much of that is converting to one dates and also like it doesn't, really matter how many women you're sleeping with or who you're dating like and that is kind of how you feel about yourself and your life um so i don't give a shit if you slept with 400 women if you're a fucking sociopath or if you hate your life like that doesn't you know i'd sooner Mm -hmm. like i'd I'd rather talk to the guy who has slept with one girl but he's like man she's an awesome girl i love my life i do what i you know my job's awesome blah 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 yeah so how do you so how do you look what's your definition of game then um, my, oh, that's a good question. My definition of game, um, would be, yeah, your, your ability to go out and make it happen. Like your ability to, um, you know, if you find yourself single or if you find yourself in a position of like you're wanting to meet a girl, like you can make it happen. If I go out tonight and I go to a bar, I can at least approach five, six, seven girls and see what happens. Do you know, like it's within my control. So game for me, it's just like having the ability to, yeah, do it, do it yourself and, and, and take control and you understand enough about yourself and women and society, dating and psychology and, you know, particularly, uh, evolutionary psychology and understanding that attraction. I don't, I really don't think it's like approach and say this and do that, do it over the shoulder and wear this and, you know, don't show interest mm-hmm. and ask for a number this way. Like, fuck man, that sounds like a chess game. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> And I imagine for women yeah. as well, that just must be horrible. Yeah. Like all the lines that we're used to hearing where we're like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just, it was a girl that I used to date. She'd sit in bars and like, to finish sessions. And, she, you know, she'd get approached by guys running the game and various lines and all that. Yeah. She'd kind of help them out. She's like, no, no, no. What you're going to do is you're going to walk away and then you're going to come back. You're just going to ask me how much money's going. Yeah. Okay. Talk again. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Mate, what is it with us and podcasts and like? Sure, isn't a country with shitty internet? <laughs> yeah, first Mexico, now Thailand. Bloody hell. Yeah. No, okay, right. well, wait. We'll so, we... never mind. I told that story like four times, but that's all right. <laughs> Tell it again. <laughs> no. One more time for the people in the back. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When it comes to like trying again and having that ability to approach seven women in one night, which. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of men can't do, or it's hard to do. Yes. What would you of say course, makes yeah. it easier, like in terms of building confidence? Like what are, what would you say are three, three ways that men can build confidence in order to be able to do that? To do that? Okay. I would say the first one is just being around someone who has that shared goal. Like they don't even necessarily have to be good, but just like, mm. well, there's kind of, there's kind of two points there. One, yeah, just be around someone with that shared goal. Doesn't matter how old they are and if you have the best, you know, the, the same political views or fucking whatever. It's just you're both going out with that intent because a lot of guys will go out with their friends and it's not, you know, they'll stand around with their friends all night. So at least if you're around someone who has that same goal, like, all right, we're going we're gonna to at least try to talk to a couple of girls tonight. You can really motivate each other, you know, so it's going to be a hell of a lot easier. Mm. Um, very similar to the second point, which is, yeah, go out with that intention. And that's a really unpopular notion like oh you shouldn't go out to you know pick up or practice and rah 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 but like yeah look the ideal 
the, yeah, like it, I see it like the gym or anything else that you need to practice, you know, just that's what I recommend to guys who want to get good at talking to women through the day. Like, of course, the ideal is that you're going about your life and you're doing your shopping and you see this beautiful girl and you just, you know, charismatically mm -hmm. and naturally go and talk to her. Yeah, that's the ideal. But 99.9% .9 of men aren't there. So what I really suggest mm -hmm. is like put aside an hour. It doesn't even matter if you don't approach. Just go out, walk around at least see opportunities. Most men don't, don't even see that, you know, they just kind of walk around with their head down, earphones in, um, and they don't see like beautiful women walking past them, beautiful women next to them in the supermarket. Um, you know, I, I've seen it countless times in bars where women will just be eye-raping my clients and he's not even aware of her presence. He's not even aware that she's next to him at the bar, you know? So yeah, I would, be around some, like do whatever you can to, to, to maybe find someone that you can go out and practice this with. Um, put aside time to specifically go and practice it. Um, and then just start small. Like it, one approach a night is that's not like, dude, I stood in a bar for five months before I did one approach. I was at every weekend before I did one single approach, you know, just standing like a freaking idiot. If, if you can just ask yeah. one girl how a night's going and like, Look around. What can you use? Like, girls will wear interesting stuff in bars. They'll, they'll be drinking cocktails. You know, they'll have, if you just pay attention, you'll see so many things that you can comment on. It doesn't have to be this big seductive. I saw you from over there and I had to come and say, hi, my name is Paul. It doesn't need to be that. <laughs> it can just be like, good board. Does your drink have a, is that a frangipani? Why does your drink have a flower in it? Or, or what the fuck ever, you know? Um, because, mm -hmm. A lot of men forget that, you know, a lot of women are in bars hoping to meet a guy, <laughs> you know, given yeah. plenty of there to fucking dance and drink for sure. But I would say at least half, at least open to the idea of meeting a guy. So mm -hmm. that's, you're kind of both there with that mutual goal. So you don't have to be super flash. And that, that's what annoys me about game. A lot of guys think it has to be this big, complicated thing. It's like, not really. It's like, hi, how's your night going? That's like my favorite opener ever. Hey, who are you? What's your name? How's your night going? Um, yeah, mm -hmm. nothing, nothing more important, nothing more flashy than that, you know? So keep it really, really simple. Put aside that time. Um, put aside like a couple of months to get good at it. Um, sometimes you're not going to want to go out. Just do it. It'd be like if you're, you know, wanting to lose weight or bulk up or something like that. You're going to put aside time to, to get, to get better at it and so much of that is is very unpopular because people don't want to feel that it's mechanical you know they want to feel that it it just happens you know and look <laughs> yeah. it, it, it extremely rarely just happens with the girl that you actually want to date it very often just happens with a girl that is nice but very rarely with the one that's going to blow you away the girl that's like going to blow you away yeah, you're going to have to do something to meet her because, yeah, it, more times yeah. than not, it's, you know, she's not going to start a conversation with you um, and you're not going to be in that ideal situation. And I think that's why a lot of people do get in relationships with maybe people they they, they shouldn't be just because it's easy. You know, they met him through a friend, mm -hmm. they met him in a social circle and, and that's, that's it, you know. So I just say, fuck that, date the people that, that blow you away, the people that are amazing, you know, and, and in order to meet those people, yeah, you need to, you need to do something. You need to practice this shit, you know? 
Um, I, yeah, I've I love those. I've, I love those too. Oh, thanks. Go ahead, I, sorry. No, no, no. I forgot what I was going to say. It's like midnight here, so yeah, my brain's a bit fried. <laughs> sorry. Here in Thailand. Yeah, I love that. And I, I think that a lot of guys also believe that women are being bothered. Like, I don't want to bother her. And like you said, oh, more than sure. half or at least half the women in bars are out with their friends around other guys. Like, they, that's why they're there. <laughs> they're looking to talk to guys or go home with a guy or start dating a guy. So you're not bothering Obviously. her. And even if, and even if guys do come up to me, like if, if a guy was to come up to me, and start talking to me or ask me out like I would be flattered it would be very even if I wasn't interested and I told him that like I would be very still it would make me feel good not bothering her and you know, I was talking to a guy today that's doing a session uh this weekend doing a day session um and I was saying to him like you need to be okay with the fact that you know you're probably going to talk to 10 11 12 women in a, in a three-hour day session and you need to be okay with the fact that you you will bother you will, you know, maybe even creep out one or two girls. That's okay. Like, if you're really socially aware and, you know, if you're in a bookstore or something, you see a girl and you're like, oh, hey, that's, you know, and she kind of pulls away and you pick that up, yeah, you, you may have bothered her. You may have creeped her out a little bit. If you pick that up and you pull away very, very, very quickly and you're very sort of socially in tune with that, just, that's that's okay. That's That's not a problem at all. You know, it's okay if you bother um the odd person mm. in pursuit of finding someone amazing because like it's going to happen a lot of guys want to get good at this and like never want to get rejected never want to um you know bother a girl never want to creep a girl out or something like it's okay like i think it's all about intentions um if yeah you just i was just gonna say if you guys, sorry go yeah yeah. Like if you have the intention or if you're thinking in your head so much, I don't want to creep her out. I don't want to creep her out. Like if your focus is there, most likely you're going to creep her out because that's all you're thinking about. Just you know, so I think it's setting yeah. the intention. Like I, like I want to, I want to show confidence and I want to show her that I'm really interested in her and that's how mm. I'm going to come across. Yeah. And it's, and it's okay if she's not into me. It's okay if I kind of like, if she gets a bit weird or something like that's it's okay man because it's about intention if you're out with the best intentions to meet like some cool people meet some cool girls um and even the girls that you know maybe have boyfriends or are not interested if you're like ah look i had to try you're adorable of course you have a boyfriend anyway have a good night do you know like it's about intention it's not Mm -hmm. um yeah if if you're out with the best intentions it's okay you know, if you if you approach a girl in a bar and you ask how a nice girl and she looks at you really, really weird, um, and you just go, Oh, never mind, fine, have a good night. Like, what's the fucking harm? Like that's, you creeped her out for one and second. And that's her shit. Long. And yeah, I was about to say that yeah. like a lot of that is her stuff as well. So it's not Yeah. I mean it's yeah, very, very yeah. different if you're just like a skeezy pickup artist and you're out there like, you know, I will convince her, um, you know, men here no. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Women, women say no, men here not yet or something like that. It's like, mm, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, but that's a good point you bring up. Like there will be some women who are annoyed and that's, that's their own shit because I think confident women don't get annoyed if a guy like approaches her. I think it's like, okay, like I see how hard that can be. I respect that, you yeah, know, yeah, and then sure. there's women who... There's women who are insecure, women who just maybe just don't want to be bothered at all that night and they just get pissed off just because they're in a bad totally mood. But that it. doesn't have to do with you. You know, yeah. it has nothing to do with you, everything to do with her. So as long as you have the yeah. good intention, that's the best thing you can do. Yeah, and you understand that as well. Like if you're approaching a, a very attractive girl at 3 a.m. in a bar 
there's a very good chance that she's probably had to deal with at least a couple of douchebags earlier in the night, you mm-hmm. know. So a lot of the times the girl is not necessarily responding to you. She's she's responding to another approach, you know. So mm. as, as long mm-hmm. as you can bear all this stuff in mind and not take it so personally, um, it, it, it does become a lot easier. Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of guys do take it personally because they're like, well, I'm being personally rejected. Like I, you know, I walk up to her, she says no to me. It feels personal. How do you, how do you aim guys in the direction of not taking it personally? Um, I would say. Is there a way to do that or a way to think about it? Not really. I would say again, to repeat myself, it's, it's a lot of it is repetition because you will, um, you know, I'll have it in sessions where a, a guy will approach you know, a, a, a nice girl, nothing sort of special, but it's a reasonable sort of situation to have a chat. So you'll go and have a chat and the girl will be weirded out. And then half an hour later, he'll approach a girl much more attractive and it'll go really well. So once you understand that it's not linear at all, that it's not like I was joking with a friend today, actually, and saying that I've definitely been blown out by more unattractive women than I had attractive women. Um, so it's like, it's not linear. It's not logical. Once you start to see that, it's, uh, yeah, you don't take it so, you don't take it so personally. Um, I think also once you sort of really start to understand the subconscious mind and how, like, if I find a girl attractive on the street, but she's grown up in a really, really rough upbringing and abuse and all that sort of stuff, we're just, we're not going to get along, you know, because it's, mm-hmm. we're, we're coming from two entirely different places. So if you sort of start to understand that, who you are is who you attract. What what you've got going on deep in your deep in your subconscious mind, who you're going to end up dating is going to be very very similar. So yeah, I just think it's it's not necessarily a rejection of of you. It's a yeah, you attract kind of what you are, and if someone's not quite there, it's yeah. <laughs> but again, the repetition yeah. is a huge thing because you really start to see like, oh wow, that girl loved me, that girl hated me. That girl was creeped out. That girl asked for my phone number. Then that girl didn't. It's, there's, there's no logic to it whatsoever, you know? Yeah, you ne- you'll never figure it out. Like, you'll never put all the pieces together that match up to one conclusion of why, <laughs> you know? Oh, it's just everyone's no. too different based on their subconscious. You know, we're all coming. We all have different psychological backgrounds and histories. And, like, no one woman is the same. And... Mm you're just not going to figure all women out based on one woman's experience. Just like women can't figure all men out based on one, you know, guy's yeah. experience. And, and why would you want to? Like that's, that's why when you exactly. meet a girl that you're really attracted to and, you know, similar values going to this, going the same place in life. Like that's why that's so amazing. Like when you're on like a third date with someone and you're like, fuck me, this, this girl's awesome. Like I can't believe how well this date's going. Like this is, this is amazing. That's why that's so amazing. Like if you had it all figured out, that wouldn't yeah. be shit and it wouldn't be exciting. It wouldn't be fun, you know? That's kind of, that's why gambling is so addictive because our brains just cannot figure it out. It's not linear. It's not logical. Um, that's why we get addicted mm-hmm. to it. And I, I think like there's a very fine line between anxiety and excitement. And, and once you sort of start to do this for a little while, a lot of the anxiety becomes excitement. So. Um, and just, just based on that, because you don't know, like every approach is a complete roll of the dice. Every number that you get is a roll of the dice. Every date you go on, you've got no idea what's going to happen, you know? And it just, it almost, I, I've coached guys who have, I've had to pull them back because they do get addicted to this, you know? So there's uh, definitely a lot of that. Mm. 
Yeah. And I love that you mentioned that because anxiety and excitement are actually the same feeling in the body. So it's very easy. Yeah. And it's very easy to manipulate anxiety by just verbally attaching it with excitement. Like if you are feeling anxious and you just tell yourself out loud, like I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. You're reinforcing the body. Like this is excitement. It's not anxiety. And it's the same exact feeling. So the body goes, okay, we're excited. And it puts you in a different mental state. Interesting. So I'd be like, Maybe cortisol or adrenaline or something like that. Yeah, it's probably yeah. adrenaline. Yeah. Um, and then also, I like how you mentioned like the newness. We're all chasing newness always because we want the dopamine hit or the chemical hit in the brain that gives us that excitement of like newness. And that's why so many relationships don't work out. I mean, mm-hmm. fa- end up failing because we lose the newness because you get so used to the person and you know, in, in the beginning, you don't want to, that's why in the beginning, it's silly to be like, oh, I want to figure out women. I want to know women. Like, no, you don't. You really don't want to figure us all out. Cause first of all, none of us are the same. And second of all, if you, if you start dating the same women, you want to always figure, you want to figure her out for the rest of your life. Like that should be, yeah. that's what keeps a relationship sexy and, and new. Sure. And we all and want that newness. We all crave that. I think primarily it's just people not, not growing together. Um, and not, well, not, yeah. not even not growing together, just not growing for themselves. Like they'll, they'll, you know, put all this time and effort into getting good with women or getting the perfect guy, rah, 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 and then they'll get married or whatever. And then boom, it's sort of game over. And, you know, they'll both start sort of stacking. Then they the kind plate. of resent their, yeah, they resent her. Cause it's like, I was looking for you my whole life and now I didn't work on me and I want time for me. Yeah. I think I, that's I just a think big thing. A, the attraction goes. There's also the, um, I think there's something to be said for something that I coined as competition anxiety. Um, and I think, you know, when you're, when you're dating someone that there, there's a little bit of that competition anxiety because it's, it's, you know, maybe you're not exclusive yet. Rah, rah, rah. So once that, mm-hmm. once that competition anxiety is gone and, and it's, you're, you, you're not a hundred percent certain, but there's a very, very fair chance that they're not seeing anyone else, right? Does it, you know, I think people can kind of let themselves go, both, both men and women, you know, um, because they, they feel yeah. that hunting season is over and they're not, they're not really trying that hard anymore. You know, there, there was a, um, there was a study in Australia a couple of years ago and it was like, I think it was the, what's the average weight that people put on in the six months after getting married? And it was enormous. I remember, re- I can't remember specifically what it was, but I remember reading it and being stunned. And I, I'm not sort of, you know, fat shaming or anything like that. I'm just, for me, that's indicative of like, it's come on, man, you put in all this time and effort to develop this relationship and you probably like put thousands of dollars into the wedding and like, rah, 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 and had this amazing special yeah. day. And then six months later, you've, both put on 10 kilos, don't go out, don't like fuck regularly, don't, do you know what I mean? Like you're not pursuing yeah. your goals anymore. You, yeah, there's not, that competition anxiety is gone. I, 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 I get it. I understand it. I just don't think a lot of people are aware of it. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I just think people- we, Get we too comfortable. Yeah, they just get too comfortable and yeah, can be, can be yeah. getting over that. And I think there's something, there's something to be said about about keeping that newness and not knowing everything about your partner. Like after, like after you're married, your partner should still, you should, there should still be a me, you and a we, you know, it should be separate. There should be separate. (laughs) And you know, you should have your, you should have your own life where you do things that she doesn't know you're doing all the time. You don't have to tell her like everywhere you go, you know? So it's kind of like you meet up at the end of the day. It's like, Oh, what did you do? You know, there has to be some 
form of mystery because if you lose that mystery you just you give up and it's there's yeah, no so. more working on it like there's no point in working on it because you already know you already know everything like what's the you know what's the point there's no mystery yeah 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 it's nothing uh yeah that's yes and our, our so brains what's are novelty seeking machines so yeah yeah like our brain craves newness and it's always trying to you know if we're not growing we're essentially dying so if you're not you know, doing new things, you, you end up getting depressed, right? I think that's why like so many relationships that just become boring, just are just sad, you know, and yeah. people put on weight and they don't care anymore. And it leads to sometimes it, I mean, a lot of the time, I think it does lead to depression, like one partner or the other, just because it's so, so boring. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's to... why a lot of people cheat. <laughs> yeah. Cause that brings excitement in. Mm. What books do you recommend to guys listening? I don't read. Okay. I'm like a, I'm like a pod, not mine, read mine. Um, but I'm a, I'm a big podcast <laughs> fan. So I just think always, always be learning, always, you know, um, I, there's no specific books that I would recommend. Um, I can't really read dating advice because I get, it's too sort of personal. I think. I think, well, yeah, it's too like, it's too like taking work home with me. Um, and also I tend to disagree with a lot of it and it gets me all riled up. So I tend to, <laughs> I can't, I can't. Yeah. It's like, no, fuck. Like I, I made the mistake of reading, um, a couple of chapters of the rules once when I was waiting for a client in the bookstore and I was like, oh man, I put down, I've never been so angry. <laughs> I was like, this is the worst dating advice for women in my opinion ever. Like wait three days to reply to him. If he doesn't buy you a gift on this, this, this occasion, like it's over. It's just like, what the fuck is this man? This is oh like, my God. yeah, this is, this is the rules for like fucked up women to attract fucked up men. Like this is horrible. Um, uh, yeah, I think sort of, you know what I, what do you think? What's it called? Oh, yeah. I did a podcast episode not too long ago and I was talking about how dating is a game and I, like people always say, oh, don't play games, don't play games. But at the same time, like there are certain things you can't do. So I'm like torn in this place of like, is it a game or isn't it? Because I kind of look at life as a game. I think like we're yeah. always trying to win. And when we're held back, it's like, oh, like I'm losing. I got to catch up, you know? And um, and I think well, it's the same way in the dating world. Like I think it really is a game. Like there's things you can't do and there's things you should do more of and you should. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think it's a game because our... I think that our biological drives and our social conditioning very often are completely opposing. So I think, you know, where we've been raised yeah. with, you know, Judeo-Christian values, you know, sex is bad, that you sleep with a guy on a first date, you're a slut. If you go out to meet women, you're a sleaze bag. And there are, there are so, so I just think like, um, a lot of it is a game because our biological drives are so different to the society that we're raised in, you know. Um, and a, a guy was literally saying to me today, like, he said something about um, expectations in dating um, in 2019 for men are just so complicated. Um, I don't know if they they are, but I mean, I understand where he's coming from. So I, I think to some degree it's a game, but also like to some degree everything's a game. Like, you know, you, if you work in an office... Yeah. And you rock up at 9am and you walk in and you're pretending to give a fuck about everyone's weekend and the boss, you gotta be nice to the boss and you gotta wear <laughs> fucking clothes that you'd never wear. Like, to some degree, everything's a, you know, a little bit of a, bit of a game because like, we're animals in a very 
not natural world, if that makes any sense. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I definitely I definitely agree with you. But um, I, I think once you start getting into the whole, like, don't reply for an hour and do this and do that, it's just I think you're going down a dangerous path because you, on some level, you're conditioning yourself to think that you're not enough and that you have to do X, Y, and Z in order for someone to like you. And I just, I just think that's a really bad place to get to. Yeah, I like that perspective. And I think like it depends on the woman too. Like as soon as I gave my number to a guy and he texted me that mm. like an hour later, I would be a little turned off. But that's like yes. my personal reaction. Like it's not necessarily a bad move. It's just my personal reaction would be like, oh, like that was too soon. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll wouldn't end care. Up, that, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like you'll end up dating someone who doesn't necessarily uh, do like that's, that's the same. That's the same sort of thing with me. Like I, I would find that nauseating to get someone's number. Like if I met a girl in a bar and grabbed a number, I was like, Hey, nice to meet you. I had to shoot off with my friends, but um, yeah, it was have a good night, you know, What's yeah, wrong yeah. With that? but like so often, you know, my clients will get numbers and then they'll message, you know, without fucking having asked me, they'll message her at the end of the, the end of the <laughs> night. Hey, it was nice to meet you. Uh, what are you up to tomorrow? Do you want to catch up for a coffee? It's like, dude, her fucking phone. She doesn't mm. even have a phone. It's in her friend's bag. And by the time she reads it, she's going to be hammered. <laughs> she's passing out in her bed and then she's going to wake up, not even remember you. Like, no, just don't do that. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Think, yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost like yes and no. Like it, it's there, there. It's a it's a game in that there are steps, but also like I just I hate dating being gamey and like that's what I was saying. Reading the the, the rules, it's like it's the same as the game. You know? Do this, do that. Make sure you mm-hmm. don't do this. Make sure you don't yeah. do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, about, I was about to say just understand the opposite sex on a, on a, on a basic level. You know, like. Don't yeah, rock up yeah. on a date with a fucking flower. Like, just understand on 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 a very and that goes for <laughs> men and women. Like, just understand the opposite sex just a little bit, yeah. and that'll be enough from a girl in the after a good night or whatever. <laughs> with a fucking flower. Yeah, we don't like any guy who's reasonably good with women will know to not text her in fifteen minutes asking her out. But you know, a, a lot of men yeah. don't know that because they've never sort of been in that that situation and you know it's it's similar with girls i've had female friends say um yeah like we we swapped numbers last night Could I, should i message him today and i was like well you can personally um i would recommend probably against it because if he likes you he's going to be fucking messaging you um yeah yeah so it's 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 interesting to consider hey whether like what to what extent dating is or isn't a game you know yeah, I think it's a psychological game. Besides that, just know the basics. Yeah, for sure. And like, look, a little bit of game is fun. You know, that's it's it's. That's nice. thing. We can't it's take enjoyable. it so seriously. And I think I said oh, that God. too. Like, I look at life as a game, and I think it's fun. Like games, games are meant to be fun, and figuring out people is supposed to be fun. So yeah. don't look at it like. Oh. Yeah, and different different people, I think, will attract different degrees of game. Like some people who are very just, you know, want to settle and they they, they don't want any of that. And then, but what I do notice about people who are very gamey, they end up dating very gamey people. Um, if, if that makes any sense. And I'll get those men emailing me all the time. It's like, so she did this and I did that. And, you know, they've been on two dates and now they're doing all this weird. And I was like, dude, yeah, she's playing games because you're playing games, you know? So it's. Yeah. I just think ultimately you want to reach a place where you're more than happy to go, 
this is me. This is how I feel. This is what I'm after. Where are you at? And if, if you're not there and if that's not you, fucking fine, man. It was awesome meeting you, but we're going to part ways. Uh, and I think because people mm-hmm. live in such scarcity, then they, they just can't do that. Like people are just, how do I message this girl so that she definitely replies? How do I approach this girl so that she definitely responds well? Um, how do I not scare this guy mm-hmm. off? It's like, dude, you're coming from a place of scarcity. So like you've almost fucked it before you've even started, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Like clients will ask me all the time, like, what did you text that girl? And it'll always invariably be like, Hey, how was your night? And I go, that's it. Like, what the hell, man? That's boring. It's fucking, it's like, yeah, but that's me, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to send us on elaborate story yeah. because that's just not me, you know? So I think you have to develop the confidence to be like, this is me and me being me is going to attract someone perfect for me. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if it so, is like boring, maybe there's a woman who likes that exactly. type of conversation and she's <laughs> more, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, people who are like, no one, that's 35, true. I want the relationship very soon. And rah, rah, like, great. Yeah. That's you're not gonna you're not gonna get along with me, but you are. There's gonna be someone for you for sure. Um, yeah. But it's so many people don't. You know, it's almost like they don't allow other people to see the real them. Um, and it, it, honestly, without sounding like a cheesy dickhead here, but it honestly does break my heart because I meet so many like really nice guys and girls, and it's like they're struggling in dating because they just don't have the confidence to put their their, their real self forward you know they get caught up in this like how do i do it properly and how do i not fuck this up and it's like dude fuck it up drive that fucking truck into that china shop and just ruin it so that you start to develop (laughs) that 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 confidence you know that muscle yeah that it's okay you know yeah it's okay to fuck up and you're supposed to and you yeah it's just like people go on two i was just gonna say people go on two dates and like i'm so over this it's like dude then you're doing it wrong because dating is awesome (laughs) Dating is fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. And sometimes I have a couple clients and they like go through an experience and they're like, I think I need some time now to I'm like time for what? Like get yeah. back up. Come on. Yeah. Don't be a pussy. No one's you know, attracted to like, a pussy, man. Yeah. Like you want to, and I don't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> you would say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, it's okay. You can do this. Come on. Come on. I'm right by your side. Come on. No, you're, you're, well, you're, you're, you're really motivating. So I could see how that would like really work for your clients. Like you, you've got that, um, don't take this the wrong way. You've almost got like that maternal, come on, come on, get up, let's go. You know, you've got that about you. Whereas I'm more like, don't be a fucking pussy dude. Come on. Like, so it's just, yeah, that's why there are different yeah. coaches. You know, people will shop around and find what, what works for them. I think that's awesome. Well, certain people, certain, people and types of behavior motivate them. So we're all, it just goes back to the fact we're all different. And, mm. and it's even a game figuing out yourself, you know, like oh, that's, what's, that's, what that's type of guy ultimate, am I? And that's what's going to push game. me. That's like the meaning of life shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. I, I think people die still not knowing before we do that. Or maybe you do. Maybe it all gets revealed yeah. on your deathbed. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> never know okay let's go to wait so you don't have a favorite dating book what are your favorite wait you have a book yeah man wait, you do you do oh my god okay what's your book called uh it's just called approach it's on my website what's your website uh manic workshops m-a-n-i-c workshops.com manic workshops.com yep. yep okay guys go get his book 
approach manicworkshops.com. Okay. So before I ask the last question, where can the guys find you and more information about what you do? It's my website, man. Like there's, yeah, the Skype sessions and check out my stuff if you like. Um, my YouTube channel as well. Last question. If the guys were to walk away from this interview and all the content you just provided and they were to forget everything but one thing, what would you say is the major point they need to remember to walk away with? Um, I would say you, you just, you have to find a way to get out and talk to women. <laughs> like it, it sounds, it's, it's not helpful. It's not practical. It's not specific, but you know, the amount of emails that I'll get every single week from guys that are trying, you know, they're trying every single door, but the one that they have to do, they're just like, why is Tinder not working for me? Why do I not meet anyone at work? Why does this one girl at work not like me? What are my dates? And it's just like, dude, you're, you're trying dating every angle, like every fucking day of your life. You walk past multiple single women who want to meet someone just, well, maybe just like you. Um, any man that's in a reasonably sized city has bars. You don't even need to be a bar guy. I fucking hate bars, but I've spent thousands of nights in bars. Like you, you need to find a way that you, that you can do this in some kind of way that it can be enjoyable, whether that's being around someone that is doing this as well. Like it's, I just think that that's how you, that's how you grow. That's how, you know, when a guy says to me, why are my dates not working out? It's like, okay, how many women are you actually meeting? Oh, I meet one girl from mm. Tinder every two months. Yeah, that's why your dates aren't working out because you're going on this date and it's kind of like, it, it was so hard to get to that point that you don't want to fuck it up. Whereas if you have the ability to meet women, you know, if you're on a date and you really like a girl, but you know how to meet sort of other women. I'm not saying to go out and be a player or whatever. I'm just sort of saying if you've got that 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 mindset that you know how to do this, then you're going to be much more yourself on that day because there's no real, you know, you don't have to wait six months before you meet another person. <laughs> like you, you want the date to go well, but if it yeah. doesn't, well, I can go out Friday night and potentially meet someone else or, or the Saturday night. If I get a phone number and I text her and she doesn't reply, yeah, that fucking sucks. That stings because it's, it's a rejection and like, oh, I put in all this time, rah, rah, rah. But I can meet someone again next weekend. So you, you can't, you really kind of have to work on that. Um, I hate to say this word, but that, that abundance, because mm-hmm. I think only then can you really have that real security in, in, in dating. I think only then. You can date girls that are amazing for you and that can support you and, you know, support your life and all that sort of stuff. If you just, if you're meeting one girl every six months, the chances of you finding a girl who's really going to contribute to your life and that you're really attracted to is so fucking slim. Hey guys, well, that is the episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. Chris is awesome and sure you had some great takeaways. Don't forget to check out his YouTube. I'll put it in the footnotes and also head over to manicworkshops.com and check out his website and his offers, his book, Approach, because I know that will help you a lot. He knows what he's doing. He's very experienced working with men. Go check that stuff out. Anyway, guys, if you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast. It would mean so much to me. It would really help the growth of the podcast. If you have not had your free call with me, do that. What are you waiting for? Just do it. 
do it because if you are trying to get somewhere with women, if, if you're trying to improve your confidence, boost your testosterone, any of those things that you need to do to improve your masculine or improve your relationships, I can help you. But I need to know, we need to know where you are first, okay? Because you can't go where you want to go unless you know where you are right now. So get on the call. It's free and I can help you out with that. That is it, guys. Have an awesome night and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.